Jesus. Phonetics. <laughs> the carny coronation is upon us. <laughs> a reign has begun. A reign not of queens, not of duchesses, but of connies. It has begun nice. So, nothing. <laughs> you rule nothing. This will be a time of prosperity for the fanatics. A time of prosperity for the fanatics. Yes. Is this a democracy now? Not a time of tyranny, mm. nor sleazery. No, quite sleazery. A, I don't debauchery. Deba- debauchery. <laughs> that, that was the term. Evil, evil, evil. <laughs> All the evil, evil things. Evil, evil, evil. But a time for us. And on episode one fifty-two of Three Fans and Pod, I'm going to give you what you want, and that's my crowning. As the three fans and a pod champion, and also we're gonna take a little bit of a, a little bit of a swerve, a little bit of a different take tonight. It is October. Spooky. I'm getting a new job. Things are looking up for the old Carney, and I say no wrestling tonight. <laughs> no wrestling. It's not happening. We're not doing. It. We're not we talking about it. Make us do it. Even though I just want to build. But I mean, that's enough. But we're gonna so, we're gonna we're gonna talk some spooky things. Uh, Brittany's gonna murder. Thing. A murder mystery, a true mystery, because it is a murder corner. <laughs> it's a murder corner. Come on We're over here. To a murder corner. Come on over here to my oh my spacious corner. And let's, so we can talk murder. Let's, let's sit down and have a talk. Although I will say we might want to pause because I think she needs to go potty. No, and, I'll take her over. Okay, go because I'm not gonna get started and then here go. Her little like whatever she does. She sounds like a turkey. A little bit. Oh, we didn't do the introductions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you do yours and say what no, you're drinking? No, well, then go. Because I go last. Oh, I forgot. There's an order. <laughs> well, you didn't do the intro, so I kind of just That got was to... the intro. Well, <laughs> and we, you said we had to stop because the dog had to piddle. That's fine. This is the dog paddle. Can I know. The dog's allowed to piddle. That's the whole point, just not piddle. I thought we'd get past the arguing at this point. I'm not going to get past it. <laughs> um, but I'm the queen, still the queen of... Whatever I want to be the queen of. I'm the queen of it. You're queen of nothing. I'm queen of what I want to be the queen of, and I'm the queen of this. Right here, this table. My table. This is actually my table. <laughs> it is actually your table. <laughs> my Technically. Table. There's some things in here that are my... That's my... my yeah, you can buffet. have the buffet. I, I'm queen of that. <laughs> you can take the stuff on. <laughs> yeah. I'm the queen of that. <laughs> All the stuff on Fine. You be the queen of that. As I can see. That's mine. Um, any, that's because all I can see is that and snake. <laughs> that's mine too. That's what I'm saying. Literally. <laughs> oh, you well, see that's it. all I can see. Um, anywho, I'm drinking a. I think this is what I've just been drinking is the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer. This one's a blood orange. Honestly, though, my least favorite. Kind of want to go get a lime one. This is not my favorite. So mm-hmm. it's just like has a weird orange aftertaste. It's like too sweet, and I'm like. Rather not, you know. Sucking so your teeth like you're old, like an old man. I said like your old man. Your old man still has his teeth. <laughs> you don't have dentures. I don't. I said <laughs> you're an old man. I mean you're dead. <laughs> you're an old man. <laughs> Ooh, what you drinking? Oh, it's me. <laughs> the easy E. The Duchess of Debauchery. The Countess of the Clink. The nasty one. Um, I'm drinking. <laughs> the nasty. Um, working on a Coca-Cola classic. 
but also about to dive into a high noon uh, that I tried uh, that a few weeks ago when oh yeah lady business was here lady business <laughs> her lady her lady ladyness um, the Mrs. Business was here um, oh I couldn't remember I didn't want to refer to her because she's lovely um, she's fantastic I love her but yeah after I tried her peach high noon. Um, I went out and found the one liquor store, apparently, in my county, according to the clerk, um, that carries High Noon. And they have a plethora of flavors, by the way. They have, like, peach, mango, pineapple, watermelon, black cherry. Oh, um, that sounds good. I bought mango and peach. Mango is not that great, so I've been drinking well, you know, a lot you of gotta, It's a testing phase. Yes. Yeah. see which one's yeah. the best. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna try the pineapple and the watermelon next time. And by I don't like pineapple, but watermelon sounds delicious. I would do either one of those. Yeah. I'm interested. The pineapple would be a hit or miss, though, I think, either way. It's either going to be like good. pineapple flavor for me is hit or miss. I typically don't mm. like... Like, if it's an alcoholic beverage and it's offered to me, then I'll drink it. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to seek it out. I do like pina coladas, yeah. though. But, like, oh. a pineapple on pizza or just in general, or like, pineapple, like, no thank you. <laughs> I like eating just pieces of pineapple. No. I had a okay. pina colada Wednesday night. Really Holy shit, it's it was good. Me the rest of the week. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, it was the highlight of my week, honestly. You're like this right here. Delicious. A delicious. Oh, And it's me, the Carney Katie, the killer cook, the coolest cat always sitting at the motherfucking table, and your current three fans and the pod champion. It's back in my position, and there's nothing either of you can do about it. Pop, pop. My musical number, and it's a musical I'm working on. It's called Carney Katie is the champion. <laughs> the best there is, the best there ever was, the best there ever will be. That title, <laughs> that title insists upon itself. <laughs> I don't like it. Mm. Mm. You need a shorter title and a better no. plot. <laughs> it's better than your fucking plot. <laughs> I don't have. I'm not making a goddamn musical. I mean. That's your fault. <laughs> that is Make one. Fault. Make a better plot. Uh, Until you start making a musical, yours is not better than mine. Uh, you don't even have one. Your one song. One song. The one I just sang. Oh, that's the song? Yeah. <sighs> it's got to work. <laughs> All you do is parody of songs that have already been written. Right? You write an original song. <laughs> you I feel like me. sometimes I do. I, I serenade Bird with a lot of originals. <laughs> to the same tune I just did. It's not like you did anything better. <laughs> Come on. The, it, the, okay, let's just agree that none of us are mixing beats in our fucking rooms, so I don't have I don't, any original choice argument is about anymore. I'm not mixing beats. I'm not a DJ. I have a real job. I'm mixing beats in my bedroom. But anyway, <laughs> I'm drinking a Natty Light, and we can move on now. <laughs> can we, though? Can really. we? That'll probably come back up later this episode. Oh, I'm definitely going to bring it back up. Just you wait. <laughs> but uh, we're going to throw it over to Brittany for Brittany's Murder Corner. Come over to my corner. Let's it's talk nice about, and tiny. Let's talk about Moida. It's a little moity. So, I mean, if we're not going to do wrestling, we might as well play upon the whole October and uh, do something a little spooky. So we'll just like have a spooky episode. Maybe later talk about some more paranormal, supernatural shit, you know. I'm not gonna lie. Really I have found I just refer to this season because you can't refer to like all of October as Halloween, so I've just started calling it spooky season. <laughs> like, yes. It is like, literally season. 
Spooky season. It's that's not the holidays. Like, it's something like that. So I'm just like, spooky season. <laughs> it's spooky. So, you know, just going off that spooky mystery type thing, we're, we're going to talk a little murder, talk a little mystery, because this uh, murders, I should say, are a mystery and still are. Um, so we'll, we'll dive right in. I you wish know. you'd walk up to kids with a trench coat and say that. We'll talk a little murder, we'll talk a little, a little mystery. mystery. And, <laughs> and get, like, and get uh, told to leave that school. <laughs> And I wouldn't be allowed with back on that playground. Um, no, but I feel like immediately you see somebody walk up to a playground or a school in a trench coat and you make them leave. And you're like, find a different outfit and <laughs> yeah, come back to I, us and we'll talk I, about it. I don't it. know what's going on you're here. You're not allowed <laughs> anywhere near this. You have a trench coat and you just pick up a child, put it in the trench coat, run away. Is that totally. like, you're, it's like you're either here to show somebody your bits and bobs or sell you, you're selling some, uh, a weapon. some knockoff <laughs> And or stolen watches. Is that the only reason it's okay to profile someone? Is if they're wearing a trench coat on a playground? I agreed. Regardless of anything else, gender, race, whatever they're like, you're wearing a trench, trench coat, coat on get a out playground. Of here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be quite wary of that person. They're going to be <laughs> on my radar for now, damn sure. I'm going to be like, true. where's that motherfucker on the playground? Yeah. Like, Kid, what's going on? <laughs> I'm, um, keep, I'm keeping one eye on them, oh. for sure. Yes. Um, so, speaking of children and keeping an eye on them, um, this is a story that took place quite a long time ago. So, we all oh, yes, know about do. the whole the killers inside the house. You know, that whole movie where she answers the phone, she's on the phone oh, the whole time. When and a stranger like, calls. When a stranger yeah. calls, it was a stranger and he was a Colin. And, and he was inside the house. She figures he out later on, we tracked her called inside your house. Well, this that was, was before. This was before. That was a thing. So this happened um, in Villisca, Iowa, in mm. the early 1900s, 1912 to be exact. And this would be known to be the Villisca Axe Murders, because these people were murdered with an axe. Do you think they were so bored in Iowa, they were like, well, I've got this axe. Maybe. Um, there's actually... <laughs> nothing else to do. And we'll, we'll, there's Dying some very weird... <laughs> weird um, there's many weird twists and turns to the story. It's oh. never been solved, okay. and there's quite a bit of weird yes. details. And you know, being 1912, you know, there's you not a. You say it's still unsolved, right? Like, the oh, it's still unsolved. Yeah, came it's to still a... unsolved. There's several theories and suspects, but there's so many different weird twists and turns and reasons why or not this could be that could be that. Nah. We should say then at the end of this story, after all the evidence is revealed by the one queen. Yeah, you can pick and choose. Yeah, let's pick who we think yeah. it actually is. I mean, I think, I feel like I know who it is, but then again, if you really look at, like, the evidence, there's so many different ways this could have happened, but in general, I feel like... Yeah, no, no, no. How about yeah. we do that? Each one of us, after at the end of this, picks a one, murder. Of, one of the suspects. Yeah, no, definitely. We'll include we'll, the shit. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll figure this shit out. If, we know we did it. it. We know we did it in the end. stick. <laughs> Um, lots of rooms. Anyway, we'll, we'll keep going. So we'll, we'll start by kind of describing where we're at. So we're in um, the early 1900s, 1912, in Villisca, Iowa. This is a booming little town, very bustling, lots of businesses opening, businessmen coming, raising families. So it's a good little town to start a family in. Um, so we're looking at about 2,500 people. So very small town but I mean for this time I mean that is kind of well, yeah, no, you no, know no. in our aspect but they were booming lots of families though, yeah, lots of families lots of kids so we have the Moore family we have Hosea um yeah 
Hosea? Hosea? What do we say? Josiah? Josiah. Josiah, yes. Hosea. Hosea? I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to to get you. So, um, (laughs) he was 43 years old, the father, and his wife, Sarah, 39, had four kids. They had Herman, 11. Mary Catherine, 10. What is his middle name? Herman is 11. <laughs> not Herman Have you alone. ever met a young Herman? Like, just, just immediately. <laughs> Think about those. Herman old, right? This well, is yeah. Like, oh, what all a cute these are baby. What's his name? Herman. All of these oh. names are old names because when we think oh, of no. people that were born in 1912, they're dead or ancient. I know. I know. <laughs> Herman. Like, literally. I'm going to name a son Herman. <laughs> so Herman was 11, Mary Catherine was 10, Arthur was 7, and Paul was 5. I don't know if Paul were 5. Arthur's kind of So weird. they had bought this very small, about 1,000 square foot, white house in Villisca, Ellen, or, oh, I went fucking up now already, in Iowa in 1903 and lived up until 1912. So this was a very small house. The reason I'm so kind of... 1993? 1903 oh, is sorry. when they bought the house. So and then they time traveled back to 1912. What the fuck, Katie? Sorry, <laughs> 1903. I'm they sorry, bought the I'm house. Sorry. Lived in it happily until 1912. I when guess what happened? I'm so... Maybe something <laughs> happened with an axe. I'm going to axe murder you here in a second. If I wake up axe murder tomorrow, Emily, you know what happened. Uh, you know, it was I was witness to the threat. Wake up axe murder. I really hope you don't get murdered tonight because I swear I didn't kill her. I tell you, <laughs> I yeah, something fucking happened. I'm not going to do it. Anywho, this was like a three-bedroom, one-bathroom house. Um, basically, you walk right into the kitchen, and downstairs, there are two doors. So one of the doors, when you so you walk in the house, kitchen, two doors. That one door leads to the only one bedroom on the ground floor. The other door literally leads to a stairway that goes upstairs to the other two bedrooms and then there is like an attic at the very top so that kind of gives you an idea of like a little bit of it's a very small tight space like everything is like here's a kitchen room upstairs room so very tight space with everything um so I'm only saying that because once we get into the details of how everything's carried out it makes you think a little bit about how this was actually done kind of weird to think about so we're gonna start on june 9th in 1912 so my birthday yes so the moore family being a very affluent family very heavy in the community um uh josiah having his own store that he opened up and everything they decided to you know attend the children's day service at their church celebration of children and all things Childlike, I'm assuming. I'm not sure. It's just about <laughs> it's for but, them to have so fun. like kids and fart jokes. <laughs> Farts, but maybe. But like the name. I just imagine kids. Shit. I just imagine kids dancing around Like anytime I like hear Children's Day, I just imagine kids and maples. That's what I'm yeah, imagining. I'm gonna say maple. There was at yeah, least maple one day. maple at yeah. this fucking <laughs> celebration. So, um, so they attended the service and they also met up with their friends. So there was another family, the Stillingers. Um, who had two daughters, Ina May, who was eight, and Lena, who was 12. Um, so those families were hanging out and everything, and you know how kids do, they hang out and everything, and they're like, I want so-and-so to spend the night, and the parents are like, God fucking damn it. No! And, you know, you <laughs> figure it out with it. your friends, and then they end up staying. So they ended up asking the Stillingers if the two girls, so Ina May and Lena, could come stay the night with them, and then they would bring them back the following morning. Um, that's fine. We're good to go. Not a big deal. But we're fine. So everybody's, like, chilling. It's like, you know, the big... 
town gathering. So everybody's like hanging out, shooting the shit. So nobody leaves until about 9.30. So the Moors, so Josiah and his wife, Sarah, and their four kids, and then the two neighbor girls all leave to go to their house that night. So everybody goes home, goes to sleep. No, the neighbor girls? Yeah, they all go to their house. So everybody's locked in for the night and asleep. So the neighbor, which her name is Mary Peckman. Sorry, I have additional information over here. So the next day on 7 a.m. June 10th, Mary Peckman, the Moore's neighbor, she was very concerned because being in that day and age, most of the people also had like a farm type thing, live yeah. like livestock and animals. You know, it just was very common. Maybe some sort of um, crop, depending on. She had noticed that the family had not come out to do their morning chores, so she became concerned, noticing that the chicken coop, the chickens had not been left out. So she's kind of like walking around the property to see what's going on. Nobody's moving. Nothing's. There's like no movement, no noise or anything. No lights. You know, whatever going on in the house. So she ends up knocking on the door. Nobody's answering. Um, there's everything's locked, so she can't even get in. Not that they probably would, you know, back then they're trying to knock and be like, Mom, what's going on? Um, so later on, she actually calls for Josiah's brother, Ross, to come to look for the spare key. So they start finding the spare key, and once they find it, uh, Ross goes in. So oh, he goes in downstairs, and like we said, you walk straight into the kitchen, and there's the one bedroom that's downstairs. The other bedrooms are upstairs. So he immediately opens the door that goes into the bedroom leading downstairs, and all he sees is two figures covered under a sheet and a small amount of blood on the floor. So at this point, Ross is just not feeling it. He's like, okay, he's like I don't know that I could have gone at, like so, after all that like yeah. them not answering and having to get the keys. So I and would have seen the figures. I would like, hey neighbor, would you go and so yeah? See, he walked out and was basically like, something's not right. We need to get the peace officer. So basically, he called Henry or Hank Horton. Um, so he arrived shortly after, and it revealed upon searching that the whole Moore family and the two Stillinger girls had been bludgeoned to death. Um, the murder app <laughs> weapon was an axe. Um, so bludgeoned meaning that it wasn't, it was a blunt end of the axe. So they were bludgeoned. Um, from what they had seen, there was, um, <laughs> so when they walked up, you walk in and there's that room downstairs and then you walk up, they found the Stillinglear girls were actually the girls downstairs. So that was the guest bedroom that they were staying in. So these two girls were found immediately downstairs. Dead. They were the ones that were the killed. Sheet. That would have been killed in theory first. Um, right. And as you walk upstairs, it would have been the four more children that were in the one bedroom, two in each bed. And then uh, Josiah and his wife in the other room. So they were all bludgeoned to death. Um, so as they were walking around, they kind of concluded that these murders had probably taken place between midnight and 5 a.m. There were several different weird things that they found. Uh, there's actually something else that you probably didn't hear because something else I found. So going to list some of the weird things. This is kind of a weird thing. We'll talk more as we go into it. So at this point, they know they have been killed. Been Number murdered. one, all the bodies were covered with sheets. So they were bludgeoned in front of what it looks like. They were covered and then hit. Um, and thinking about this, every person that was in a bed was in the bed with someone else. Because there's mm -hmm. a total of four beds 
and then you have eight people because right. you have the family and the two girls. Everybody was in the bed with somebody else. Um, so first you see an axe leaning on the wall downstairs by the kitchen next to the first bedroom that's been wiped clean. Um, next to the axe on the floor is a four pound slab of uncut bacon wrapped in a cloth laying next to it. Also, there is a meal on the table and a bowl of bloody water. Um, on top of all the bodies being covered with sheets, all of the mirrors, uh, windows, anything that you could see a reflection in have also been covered with pieces of cloth or sheets from around the house. Um, so everything's been covered. Um, also, and this is something that reading a little bit more, there was a couple of other things that they found. So one of the things, and this is why they think that Number one, the killer was probably in the house is because there were supposedly cigarettes found in the attic, two cigarette butts suggesting that someone was hiding in the attic. So it was already in the house before they left. But then there was also speculation that those could have been from someone else. Maybe someone was smoking the attic as like, you know, hiding it mm -hmm. as like a habit, you know? Yeah. There's you, also, you know. Yeah. Yeah. and then there's also mm -hmm. the idea that somebody was hiding in the closet because down in the bedroom on the main floor where the Stillingly girls were sleeping, they were thought to be the first that were killed. There was a closet down there. And when the closet was investigated later on, there was piles of cotton that looked as if someone may have been sitting and waiting in the closet for an extended period of time. They didn't really specify what signs, but it said there were signs that somebody may have been hiding in the closet, like sitting on those cotton things. That's Creepy. fucking weird. Because if you remember from the beginning, the doors were all locked. Mm -hmm. They couldn't get into the house. The doors were locked when they went to sleep. There was no sign of an entry and there was no sign of struggle or very little signs of struggle. But how they were murdered, though, the person... Exactly. Could not have committed suit. Like, it's not like someone went in there, or someone that was supposed to be in that house killed everyone and committed suicide because there's somebody yeah. bludgeoning yeah. your face to so, death. So, yeah, like, and so, no, yeah. And, like, and yeah. also, if you think about it, how do you wake no one up in the house that would move, you know yeah, what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. to like, kill every single person in the house? Bludgeoned the death, same with bludgeoned, bludgeoned to death. Multiple right? times. Oh, yeah, bludgeoned yeah, So, to what death. I'm saying is that first hit, someone's going to be like, bleh, like, make unless, yeah. and unless you are killing them on that first hit, like, and like instantly, like, and instantly, no, noise. and there's, like I said, every bed has two people in it. But even then, I feel like the motion That's of crazy. the bed, like, you're hitting the person, like, their body's going to, like, make yeah. some sort of, like, and even they said that they found like score marks or in the ceiling or whatever you call them where like it was the upswing axe. of the yeah. top of the axe coming down so they found those in the ceiling so obvious you like how pissed you'd be you're like getting ready to go full force with an axe your shit just gets stuck, stuck in, the in the ceiling, ceiling. <laughs> like, so they um so this, this is the week just, i've had so, the, so very <laughs> just some weird shit you know what i'm saying very odd to me especially no, like the covering odd. of the mirrors and like we yeah, said no someone was methodical about yeah, it yeah something was it was I feel like it was more than what it lets on so we get into now the idea that we have no fucking idea what's nobody really knows what's happening um so now I'm gonna go into a list of suspects because we kind of go into that now who so the fuck did it what we know yeah. who, who, who are so suspects? who killed this whole family there you know we have no motive we don't know why we just know and not only the family but also targeted the girls so and then left the house but the house was still locked no sign of them leaving no sign of them entering so how did they do it did they have a key did we know they were there let's find out so number one suspect, and probably, the, I feel like 
I don't, I feel like you probably did it, but then I'm like, no, because there's this other guy that I'm like, maybe he did it. Anyways, this guy, damn, Reverend Lynn Kelly. Reverend. So we hear about him first boarding Reverend. a train that next day, the same following day that they were found murdered, he boards a train and someone reports him as saying, there are eight, or there are eight butcher bodies back in Villisca. Um, and that's just talking about it like that, but that was one of the quotes that he said, there are eight butcher bodies back in Villisca and that they'll be asking him about them soon. Um, so that was when somebody was like, mm, you guys might want to check on this dude. So they find him. It seems suspicious. Um, and this they normal train realize that he right. was also in attendance at that same church service that day, apparently had been in the area that same day at that children's day service. Um, he was, um, a weird fucking guy. Um, he was a reverend, but he was just had some odd behavior. He would put out like ads for secretaries, but, uh, making the stipulations that they work in the nude. Mind you, that's wouldn't be okay nowadays, but this is 1912. Very odd. Be Ow, stop pooping and getting up on people. I'm talking to the dog, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, we're talking to the dog who's I'm jumping Cassie up. I'm and horny. I can't help it. <laughs> um, really? Help get me. off me and stop farting. Hey, baby. <laughs> It's, it's, that's yeah. how you get the ladies. <laughs> that's how you get the ladies. But yeah, so um, puts out ads for a nude secretary. Yeah, and he's just, he was accused of being like a peeping Tom. Just being a very creepy, weird reverend. What did they, they say, the man? Oh, and he became known as that man, or that guy with the odd behavior, is what he became known as we were talking around about this earlier, town. And I was like, I feel like you don't want to be the guy that is known like that now, like the guy with the odd behavior. behavior. Much less 1912. I feel like that shit would get you shot in 1912. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And you're a reverend? Like, how do people let you preach? Like, do they, do they know that you put out the ad for the nude secretary? <laughs> also, why did the newspaper print it? It's 1912. I feel like there's some some kind of little bit of a censor, like, yeah. New. He, <laughs> like, he was a, so he was a character, to say the least, and he had a very odd fascination with the murders, uh, writing to police and investigators and even the family of the deceased. Um, oh, my He was, um, he... At first, they didn't believe him. They thought he was just kind of kooky, which I don't know why immediately you probably wouldn't, like, believe somebody confessing, but, like, he was confessing to these murders. Um, But he was finally tried for the killing of just Leanne Stillinger. So just one of the Stillinger girls. Um, I don't really know why, but he was only tried tried for the one murder. I can't really figure that out because I even read this, and it doesn't really say why he was only tried for one, but he was tried for her. Um, it could have to do with the fact that I think that was the Stillinger girl. Hold on, let me check. There was one Stillinger girl that was found. This is disturbing, just a little for me. She was found, obviously, bludgeoned to death with a sheet over her, but her lower half was also exposed. Uh And so leading them to think that maybe she had been sexually assaulted either before or after. Um, But they examined her and concluded that she wasn't but you know mind you this was back in 1912 so they really know what exactly was happening so i don't know if maybe that's why that was the one that they decided to um yep try them for it was her yeah lena Lena. yeah so that might be why maybe i would say that but also 
definitely think whoever did it did all of them. None. Oh yeah, no. They if, but maybe whoever because did, yeah. for some reason he knew some specific detail about how she and then was they left, could maybe like and tie the rest it. of them wasn't quite accurate. See, yeah, and it's he was, yeah, he had a life. Apparently, he ended up, yeah. Either way, so yeah, so he got tried for her murder. The first trial ended up in a hung jury, so they couldn't come up with a verdict. And then the second trial ended up in an acquittal. Um, because first he had signed a confession in which he, um, said that he heard God whisper to him, uh, suffer unto me, the children, uh, or suffer unto the children, have them come to me. I think it's the, the five verse or something like that. Um, fucking crazy, you know, yeah. So, you know, but then he later recanted. (laughs) So when he recanted later, he had to be acquitted because there was no actual evidence tying him to the murders so with him not with him recanting his testimony his second trial ended in acquittal so he was later acquitted um and he just kind of lived out his life doing weird ass shit and going to mental hospitals and just uh but nothing else that quite was like the level of nothing no he never ended up doing anything quite murdery uh it basically it said that he was acquitted after that he just kind of was he was weird with women just kind of no, that so guy probably the guy with the odd behavior <laughs> you know if you if you want to get technical so that is number one that number one suspect was reverend lynn kelly oh um, so the the verse is matthew nineteen fourteen. Uh, but jesus oh. said suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me yeah for such is the kingdom of heaven yeah I just had to look at it. No, yeah, yeah, no, you're okay. I was like, it's something more (laughs) biblical than how I put it. I just wanted, just for context. Basically, suffer the children unto me, I am God. (laughs) (laughs) I wish you were God. (laughs) Because you make that noise. I'd be like, whatever you want. If you just laugh for me. I would let anybody do whatever they want. That's my, my, do it. (laughs) Also, I Oh God! <laughs> You're That's the murderer. You. For a second, I thought, I thought that was a photo. I just saw the Sabian tone. I thought, okay, I was like, can you please? For a I, I, I was like, uh, oh my God! We, we need to we need to post that picture. I was I, like, I, why I, does I, he look like a villain from the 1930s? Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Sorry. Okay. No, you're fine. Back when people so, called me talkies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they called me talkies. Oh Jesus Christ. Oh, we snorted in the same laugh. Oh, you did well. Lord. You did well. You won't continue. No, you're I'm fine. So to live with this. So one is. So my goodness. Woo. Number one suspect is Reverend Lynn Kelly, which I feel like Reverend Lynn Kelly. The I Reverend. actually have a theory, and I'll get to it at the very end of this. Right. I, I don't wait the till I'll wait till you guys. Suspect number Deuce. Number Deuce is Frank Jones, and <laughs> Frank, Frank Jones. Jones. Who Frank Jones? Frank Jones owned Frank Jones Store. It's actually Jones Store, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I just I want to say. Apt. What does he sell? Frank Jones's. But he lived in Villisca and was actually very close with Josiah. Uh, Josiah actually worked for Frank Jones at his store before he quit and left to open his own store right down the street. Do you think he um, didn't notice? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know if they have those, but maybe he didn't. Maybe he's like, fuck you. I assume it was a fuck you. Like, it would I don't be like if you quit the big shoe and then you opened a more successful shoe store right next door. Fuck you guys. Exactly. <laughs> the carny shoes. <laughs> exactly. And it's which, almost the same thing. It's almost the same thing, too. So, and that's exactly right. Like, his store also sold pretty much the exact same things as Frank Jones' store. Um, So, basically, um, the theory with Frank Jones was that, was he jealous? 
Um, Frank Jones fully denied the murders. He never was tied to the murders in any way, fully denied ever doing them. Um, so people weren't always speculating that necessarily it was Jones, but if it wasn't Jones, the next, so this technically would be number three, would be if he paid a killer. So people were thinking that he paid this man, William Mansfield. So number three would be William Mansfield. Okay. And he loves cocaine. He was a, <laughs> and he was he literally <laughs> a cocaine serial killer. And he was a convicted... In 1912, though, was... I feel like that probably wasn't illegal, though. No, I think it was I fine. Like I just, just like, do the cocaine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like we just they just stopped putting cocaine in and everything because it just made things too fun. You guys are just way too fucking happy. <laughs> Maybe that's what, but yeah, they're like, you guys are Fuck too happy. You guys. You're living Hell the American no. dream too hard. We're taking cocaine out of shit now. It's no longer Imagine medicine. the life we could live now. If they put cocaine. If, if medicine was just cocaine and water and syrup. You got ghosts in your blood and do some cocaine <laughs> hey, about it. Here's some heroin. Um, but yeah. Um, anywho, this was literally, William Mansfield was a convicted serial killer. He did like cocaine. Um, and he committed murders with an axe, and also all the mirrors were covered during his murders. So, people were, the detective on the Velisca case was also probably grasping for a lot of straws at this point, especially after the trial with Mr. Kelly, having two, one in a hung journey, a hung, hung a hung I order that when I get linoleum every time. <laughs> a hung jury, and then the second one in acquittal. So people are also at this point being like these det- this detectives, just like he did it, he did it, you did it, man. I mean, 1912. It's not like you exactly. add things and be like, yeah, I'm just gonna put fingers. You were really just making your best guess. Like. Pretty much, it's like Clue, but with life's at stake. Um, so we have William Mansfield, and they basically feel like he did it. But also, he was saw boarding the train the morning, early morning of the murders. Jesus. So, but so was Reverend Lynn Kelly. And Frank Joe's also lived in town. So we have three possible suspects who all lived in town who... So you have a known serial killer. A known serial killer. Someone with a... reverend that was A reverend who was just a fucking wackadoodle. And a guy that lived in town that could have... That could have possibly have motive. And if he didn't murder, could have gotten William Mansfield to do it. Um, So that is three, four... And this one is a stretch leading to the idea that this detective's like, fucking you did it, you know, whatever. Henry Moore. Um, for one, Henry Moore was not in the area. He was not really tied anyway to the murders, but the only reason they have him as a potential suspect is because a month before the Villisca murders took place, he had, or was it a month after, I believe? It was in a month after. Yeah, it would have been a month after because <laughs> he got convicted for this one. So a month after the Villisca murder case, he was found to have killed his mother and grandmother with an axe. Um, where the mat- axe was also wiped and clean and put against the wall, and then he put in, what the fuck is wrong with me? English! Putting, and putting against the wall. <laughs> Guys, I'm gonna put it against the <laughs> I'm wall. I'm gonna put it right there. I like don't I'm know what's happening. Right now. But my brain's like filling in the gaps and it's not doing a good job. <laughs> your brain's gonna be um, faster your mouth. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so basically, same thing as William Mansfield because they killed the same way. They're automatically assuming that he's a murderer, although there's absolutely nothing linking Henry Moore, which there's a knife. Which, you know, William Mansfield, at least they can say that he was boarding the train the early morning of the murders. 
Um, so Henry Moore was never charged, obviously, because there was nothing tying him to the mortar, mortars, the mortars, the mortars. And, um, oh. and basically he just wanted to close the case and pin it on somebody. So the only other theory that goes around, because these were the only people that were possibly put as suspects or convicted was that there might have been someone living or staying with the uh, Moors that nobody necessarily knew about, um, which okay. would explain the reason and why there was no signs of entry and there was also no signs of anyone leaving, leading someone to believe that maybe they had access to a key. Um, so the reason okay. they think that is because they had technically a spare room. Because remember, when... 1912. 1912, people right. didn't have just spare extra rooms. But in my thought process, you know, there are an, they are an affluent family, family for that time. Um, family? Family. They are an affluent... Ohana means family. Family. Um, so maybe that's why they had it. Um, but people just thought that was kind of weird. So that was one thing that maybe they had a visitor, they expected a visitor. Um, and you know, that happened to be a poor choice. You chose poorly. Um, so a couple of questions to think about, cause this is still not solved. And then we, I'll let you guys tell me what you think. And then I'll give you my little theory on it. Um, so how did they escape? Um, there's no sign of entry, little to no signs of a struggle, noting that there are two people in each bed. Um, there is no real evidence other than the weird things left behind. Um, there is blood, but the blood is very much to the areas. So basically leading to think that nobody moved, the bodies weren't moved, everything was done in the room, they were killed in the room, and they were left in the room and covered up. Um, oh, just so we all know, uh, Bax Murder House is actually open to tour today. It is $10 to tour. It is $10. Yeah, $10 to tour. Um, it is on the National Registry of Historic Buildings. Um, oh, yeah, no, definitely. And it is very haunted, apparently. Um, apparently, I would definitely believe, if you believe in that stuff, that it would be haunted because, my yeah. God, can you imagine How many the tragedy? Tragically well, in the people night? literally like... killed just in their sleeps, you know, in theory, you would think. Yeah. Um, and like we said, no one has ever been convicted and it is one of the most brutal unsolved mass murders in U.S. history. How many people in total? Eight people. Eight people. And one night. Yes. So, six of those were children. Good God. So, six of the children ranging from five to twelve years old. Mm-mm. Yes. And then two of them were adults, the mother and father. Um, so I want to hear what you guys think, and then I'm going to tell you what I think happened. So I don't necessarily think I'm feeling, I definitely don't think it was, um, the last guy whose name I can't remember. The Henry Moore. Yeah, Yeah, no, I definitely, yeah, I think that he just, yeah. Like you said, it was kind of a stretch, like they were just like, well, he wasn't in the area. There was nothing really tying him to the place. He's like, I'm over there. They're over there. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do that shit. Oh, yeah. I didn't do this one. Not that one, but no. Uh, and you said Mansfield was the one who was like, so known Williams, for like, William Mansfield was the cocaine serial killer, okay, and he yeah. was a convicted killer before, and, and there was he was, reverend. he did clean the axe, yeah. and he also covered the mirrors and the bodies as well. So he was one that also, and he was also saw boarding the, boarding the train the morning of the murders. 
Um, just the same with uh, Kelly as well. So as far as escape routes go, like not anyone who did it, but just escape routes, like I'm certain the house has windows. You, yeah. It's 1912. I'm certain uh, even... You might have gotten in a different way, but you can get out a window and just fucking shut it. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely hard. agree. I feel like there's probably in and out of a window. Unless, I mean, because I've never read anything where it says all the windows were locked, which makes me think that they probably did get in and out of a window. We're in a small town. It's a smaller house, family. too. Like, yeah, the doors might have been locked, but the window... I'm sorry, yeah, they were if like, you look the at the house, like, I can show, like, a general picture. It's not, like... I mean, it's a small house. But, I mean, it's just little it's white house. a beautiful house, mm-hmm. though. Oh, god damn. Yeah. That's the that's barn, beautiful. so that was the barn. And that's just, like, it's a very small house. It's one of the bedrooms. Yeah, but that's very pretty it's a house. Small very bedroom. pretty pretty yeah. house. I mean, it's it's nice, especially nineteen twelve. Like yeah. Jesus Christ. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, that's taken care I'm of. I'm just saying. I think that's my theory for the in and out. Like, yeah. yeah. Again, maybe not so much the in. You might have found another way in. Maybe you just saw the door was unlocked and you found that in that way. But like, definitely the out. It's a window. I have to assume. Right. Like, there's no. Yeah. I mean, somebody had to get in and out, regardless yeah. of how you think happened. They just didn't wake up dead. I'm just saying I, mean, that, I assume a window, especially yeah. if you were already in there, like yeah. you got in there when the door was unlocked one time or something like that. Like fucking window, you can unlock it. Close, close that shit. Just close. That. I don't know. <laughs> just me. And I feel like people in 1912 were like, people don't come in and out of windows. Like, yeah. who's gonna who's do that? Who's a window? Yeah. Who's gonna do that shit? No so. one would ever do that. So, what is your guess for who did it and how they done it? So. I still don't have a definitive, like, this is the person that did it. Mm. Here's a theory that I have working that I think could work. And maybe explain it. Not saying it's right, not saying it's wrong. Probably could have holes poked in it. But just my initial gut reaction. Yeah. So, the reverend got on the train saying... Yeah. About the bodies. There are eight butcher bodies back in Villisca, and they're going to ask me about them soon. But, what's his name was on... A train too the next day, right? Mansfield. Mansfield makes, the next day. What train. makes you say it's not the same train? Or they weren't at the same train yeah, stop? Yeah, exactly. The same train. If same Mansfield train is on cocaine, he's not in the right state of mind. True. He does love his cocaine. <laughs> so what's making you say it's a reverend? A man. A man you can trust. He doesn't know about his odd habits. Right. Right. Why at the train stop if they're not on the same train? Or if they are on the same train, why would why wouldn't he talk to him? Yeah. And then also, that BY would be talking about it, and they're gonna come talk to me, and then he's just a fucking weird guy, so he was like, yeah, I'll take responsibility, man, cocaine man, I will be notorious for this. That's kind of what I was thinking, actually, too. I was yeah, thinking. Like minds think well, like, I was, I mean, that's, actually, I actually mean, will say, we did not collaborate on no, this. No, I this agree, just, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. That, that was kind of my thought, because, you know, if you think he's a reverend and you did something Confessing, that you weren't supposed like, to do, though... if you think if he is a convicted killer and he was in the area, you know, or he had, you know, committed other murders, whatever, like, it only makes sense. You know what I'm saying? That, like, you know, maybe he was in the area, he did his thing, he's like, I'm just gonna say something. And this guy's fucking weird. Maybe, I mean, yeah, maybe. He oh, also, this Reverend Kelly guy went, um, I forgot to mention this, he walked on to apparently later on went back to the Villisca house and just walked in claiming to be a detective while they were like doing shit because back then you didn't have to have credentials you could just be like 
I'm a detective. And they're like, okay. So he walked in and he was able, probably, and this was another thing, I mean, to get information about the case that he wouldn't normally know. See, that's, so that's why I feel like he I, didn't he, do it, but I feel like the Mansfield informa- did. I feel like literally, uh, what's his name, Mansfield did the murder. Yeah. And then he told him about it, and he's already unstable, so he got obsessed about it. And he was like, why yeah. didn't I do that? <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And then, so, I feel like he went in there as a detective, and then got all this information, and he was like, I did it. Uh, well, see, that's, I mean, it's just very, I just, it's so weird, and, like, the fact that they're, like, were they hiding in the attic? Some people don't think that they were in the house when they went in there, but it's, like, how did they get out? Do You know what I'm saying? Like, it's very... The getting out, I can make sense of. The getting in, yeah. I'm not sure, because... It's 1912. You can't prove their doors were locked when they yeah. let. I'm like, still, I feel like the weirdest part is not necessarily who did it, even though that's still like a mystery, but how was this done? The way it was done with absolutely no one waking up, no one moving and getting blood anywhere else, like other than like the areas in which, you know, the general like splatter and stuff, but they were covered with a sheet. Like, how did somebody not wake up? and hear somebody in the house it's just very well and then that lends to like it feels like it's definitely somebody who's done this before yeah which again points to mansfield yeah Yeah, they know or somebody also was known like you said that right known for axe murder yeah yeah so he was that was his thing yeah so william mansfield cocaine serial killer who committed murders with an axe but I think and that the mirrors also were kind of saw boarding the train in the morning describes why you had the axe laid up and the pound of bacon. Not like it's not like weed. It's not like but, you got hungry. But like weird shit. Like you're on cocaine. Like you're doing. Well, weird, and like yeah. if you're hungry, like if you're a vagrant and you're like eating a meal, and then yeah. you use the bowl of water to wash the blood off your hands because you just murdered a whole family. Yeah. Like so, this person more than likely, and this is something I read. If whoever did it. They came down. So, like, I honestly think they were probably, if they're anywhere, they were probably, well, see, this is a thing. You have to think if they were in the attic, then that means they killed everyone upstairs first. But then they're saying that more than likely they probably killed somebody downstairs. So either they were in the closet or they were in the attic. So either way, they were somewhere where they were hiding out until everyone was asleep and they were able to wake up. Or they were able to get up themselves and go do their deeds. So they killed. I feel like attic doesn't make sense, but like here's my thing with attic. If you're starting from top down, I feel like your footsteps are going to be more noticeable. Exactly. But if you start from top down, where the parents are, they're if you get if them you out of the kill, way, you would think like, you would want to kill them first, right? Yeah. Exactly. No. So they killed them, whichever way they killed them, and then they covered all the mirrors. They covered all the bodies if they weren't already covered up before that. And then they sat down, they washed their hands, cleaned the axe, cut some bacon, wrapped it up to go. I guess forgot it. And they were like, oh, I forgot my bacon. Like, uh, I down forgot my leftovers. But don't worry, they cooked another meal and was starting to eat it. So, like, they felt pretty comfortable. I mean, comfortable enough to make a meal that after you murder somebody. That kind of to the guy that knew him, though. Like... I mean, it could... I don't think a guy that was there... I mean, I don't know. But if you think about it, I mean, if if he's a vagrant and he's on cocaine and he needs food, because there's also, like, there's also one, like, homeless guy, they say, that might be who, but... I didn't think that that one seemed... I still they think they just wanted to blame theory. it on a homeless guy, honestly, in my or, opinion. I still stick with our original theory. I agree. I think that's... I mean, 
we're not detectives. This isn't conclusive evidence. We're just gut feeling. That seems probably how it went. Just a guy happened to talk to an unstable reverend. It's just <laughs> and, and the reverend was like, yeah. I did it. And I think and he was just like, oh, no, one of those people like, that was like, I'm gonna take this is mine. The fact, I did it. The fact that he recanted makes me think that he actually was like, oh shit, I actually don't want to go to jail for this. And I'm yeah. just saying, like, I actually did it. Like, I feel like that's a take back of, like, uh, I'm just like, joking. I'm like, coming yeah. to a realization of this is yeah, a actually stupid don't idea. Yeah, I actually do the entire time. This is not like, a good idea. <laughs> I don't want to do I it. I thought I wanted it, but I don't. <laughs> Looking back, it might have been a mistake. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I kind of agree with that. Um, I think that's probably what happened. I don't... 19 total, that's a hard time, though. Like, they didn't have the shit we have today. I feel yeah, like, the day, this would have like probably that. been an open and shut case. Right. Like, even though you said, apparently, the guy, like, wore gloves or whatever. Yeah, the, yeah. Even then, I feel likely. like they would have been able to... Ah, maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. i tell you what, though. I feel like they could have at least pinned it on someone, whether it was the right person or not. I oh, feel they like definitely they, could. They, they were trying. The they were going like, to pin it on. I feel on. like they would have taken the reverend's confession, and that would have been it. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, no, they would he, never like. I mean, like the first one. Until was, they got a Netflix documentary like making a murder. They're actually <laughs> is, like, not about that. Is that actually what happened? But uh, yeah, so that is the murder mystery of the Villisca Axe House Murders, and if you happen to ever be in Villisca, Iowa, take a stop, 10 bucks. I kind of want to go to Iowa just to go Yeah, there. I have some, well... Do they have... Maybe you didn't quite well, see you, this, but, like, can you spend the night there, or is it um, just, like, a... I don't know if you can spend the night there. I don't think that that's something they probably offer from what I look like on the website, but, I mean... It would be something like, you're a millionaire and obsessed with murder. I'd, right. like, spend the night here. Here's a billion dollars. Eh, I don't but, think like, that. Yeah. I mean, if it's $10, dollars $100,000. I honestly think that they probably would open it up to, like... Probably, like... <laughs> people like youtubers that are popular enough but yeah i've definitely seen like youtubers that are like pretty big like paranormal one like channels Get go there. there i mean i if you believe in hauntings i mean i'm gonna tell you right now that house has something going on but either way there's the no board, you're gonna way a, you're gonna open a fucking portal i mean <laughs> I, yeah, it's just, it seems very likely that it could definitely be haunted but yeah that's a a little spooky tale to Chilia, Chilian. And more You know, we can always talk about more come. spooky shit. Spooky there, spooky here, spooky everywhere. Yes. Spooky ookie. For next, we have more spooky things on the horizon. Spooky ookie First thing on our spooky horizon. Wait, hold on. Topic-wise, nobody's going. Wait, spooky. I don't know how to stall. No, you're fine. Keep going. You're fine. I'll go. You got it. Just go. We're going to talk about aliens. First, spooky topic. Very broad, big spooky topic. But we've brought in an expert. (laughs) An expert. (laughs) He's wearing wearing a tinfoil hat now, guys. That's how we know. An expert. That's how you know okay. is the... Just, just play the part. Play the part of the expert. <laughs> we brought in oh. someone. <laughs> yes, I was taken ten years <laughs> You're ago. You're not supposed to talk yet. Ten years was, ago. In a, field, in a field in rural Kansas. Dead dastardly, folks. <laughs> Hello. 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 Everybody's here. Everybody's ready. Spooky music is about to turn on. 
she did. I don't know. Yes. I was taken advantage of. You were not. <laughs> keep telling the story. By little, <laughs> keep going. By little green things. <laughs> Ten years ago. <laughs> and I lived in Muncie, Indiana. Muncie? <laughs> is that a real place? Keep going. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> and that is when I found out... We are not alone. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. That was that was a little. Stuff. That is a replace. <laughs> I feel like I yeah. did not right. think that Muncie was a. <laughs> You're coming at the geography god. Gaul. <laughs> don't take. I. I. I, I, I literally believed him because I don't know that much. That about is you. a place. I mean, I'm a, yeah. That is a place. I've been to Indiana, but I have no reason to know that place. Gary, Indiana. I know that's place. Gary, yes. Indiana is bad. That's a shitty-ass place to live. Gary, Indiana. Not if you're the... Indiana. I was gonna say, not if you're the music man. <laughs> I'm so fucking musical. <laughs> was it Prince from Gary, Indiana? Uh, Freddie Gibbs is from Gary, Indiana. If people know who Freddie Gibbs is. Oh, no, he was from Minneapolis. Sorry. So, we're talking aliens, huh? We, we talking aliens. We don't want to... So, I know at least two people here have a legit fear of aliens. Oh, I fucking hate it. No, legitimate phobia. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's very much legitimate. Tell me what. Oh, Michael Jackson was from... Gary, Indiana, not Prince. Sorry. Yeah. Really? Shit. Were they both from Indiana? No. Prince uh, is from Indianapolis? Minnesota. Oh. Indiana. Midwest. I was going to say, same difference. Fucking Indiana. He was from Minneapolis, Minnesota. So, uh, but the Queen and the Dastard both have true, honest phobias of aliens. Describe your phobia. What What is the fear? What... I don't know why. I guess what kind of alien? There's a lot of, like, at least in TV movies, different kinds Gray of aliens. aliens like, man. Big eyes, big dark soulless eyes, big heads, like, just the same with you? Yeah, I mean, most of mine, most of mine has to do with grays. Grays are um, Also, there is, so there was a movie. I don't, I don't know what year it came out in. I don't know who was in this movie. There was a movie called... Mission to Mars. Oh, Ice Cube. Back in the day, and at the end of the Ice movie, Cube's in that. How do you not know who's in that? <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, either way, I was a little kid, seven years old, eight years old. Uh, I learned how to <laughs> rent movies on Stars and HBO Ooh. and shit. Oh no! So this was like behind the parents' back. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Late, late at night, you know, you on a trouble? on a Friday night. Oh, I did get in trouble, hundred percent. Uh, I would rent movies and I watched this movie. Oh, wait, this, Don this, Cheadle. This isn't Ice Cube, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> my, my bad. Don Cheadle was in that. But anyways, at the very end, they come across a fucking weird alien who's Dan. like, <laughs> let me show you the universe. <laughs> and it was CGI, but it was fucking terrifying, man. 
man. But like, it's something. I like, hated that alien. It's like, something I was like scared as fuck. But it's something like Paul that meets kind of the gray alien description. No, it's comedy, but the actual just looking mm-hmm. at him, the looking no. at him doesn't bother you. No, no, not that one. Is it because I love that movie. Is it because he's short? I'm not saying I don't know. Like I don't think it has anything thing, to do with like, height for me. No, it, has it doesn't to do have with to do with the fact that height. I know that that's like. Seth Rogen. Yeah, it's Seth Rogen's voice. And you know, like, no, Zig, you take Austin. the voice away. You take the voice away. You're just looking at him. Okay, all right. You know, I, if I'm if I'm coming out to get a glass of water, and, you and see I see that without Seth Rogen's voice or speaking English at all, yeah, yeah, I'll be fucking scared, man. Uh, I freak out. I'll be very scared. You're telling me so, you wouldn't freak out? I mean, anyone would freak out that's in the middle of the night, but I'm just saying, like, if it happened middle of the day, like, just happened to be, like, driving and you almost hit one, like, you're still yeah, be scared. But, I'd like, shit my fucking pants and no mm-hmm. one would believe me, and yeah. I would be that person in the what woods with tinfoil hats is from that, on. Is that as scary as, like, a traditional, because typically gray aliens are very tall, they're very lanky, is that as scary, or is it manageable? I less like, scary. I don't that. know if they're generally tall, no, but Typically, they're pretty tall and lanky, and they got are long, they? spindly fingers. Are they? All I know is the moment that I got scared of aliens is I remember vividly I was up late with my mom. We were watching something on the History Channel, and it was about aliens. And I mean, Which at that course. point, like, I feel like I was enjoying it, but like the lights were off. Like, I mean, we were watching it, like, really into it. And I remember the ending scene is they come up to this alien and it's like obviously looking back it's a fake alien on the table but it was like a realistic enough looking gray alien laying on a table and you think it's like dead like autopsy table and then just like zooming in talking and then at the very end it just opens its fucking eyes and I vividly remember screaming and running my ass into my mom's room and she's like are you okay I'm like no and that moment that moment lives in my head and it's absolutely terrifying. <laughs> like, I still think about it today and it makes me shiver. It was like vividly the moment I realized, like, I am terrified of aliens. So, and then that yeah. signs you scared also, of aliens? I definitely think it had something to do with it because I don't remember before that being necessarily afraid of aliens, but that definitely sparked something in me where I'm like, that's doesn't make me Maybe feel Maybe you good. always had this uneasy feeling, but yes. that right there made you also, be like, Also, the movie Signs did give me nightmares for a while after I watched it. And I was old enough. And I was, I was, I was old enough when I watched that movie, but it still freaked me out. Like, okay, so the part where it's on the roof and outside the window and you see it running around and then the part where there's that home video and it walks around. Oh, God. I for the first couple of times I watched that movie, the first time I saw that scene, I about shit my pants. And then every time I watched it after, I literally did not watch that part of that movie when that alien walked across because it freaked me out that bad. Well, then I do have to ask because I know you so well. I assume clowns are scarier than aliens. If you had to choose one or the other, like what is, what's worse for you? I mean, what scenario am I choosing it? Like, Just in general. But like, I mean, as to like a phobia to keep and want to get rid of? No, or, no, no. I'm just saying, in general, what are you more afraid of? Like, are you more afraid oh. of clowns or are you more afraid of... I think it's definitely a situational thing. Because, I don't know. Because if I saw a clown in the window staring right now and or an alien staring, I think I'd be equally yeah, put off. It's kind of, I don't want to say, like, in a situation, who would you rather face? Because I feel like you'd rather face the clown. That's a really a human. hard one. Like, I don't know. It's a really hard one. I feel like I'd rather... Mm. It's like a clown. It's like you know it's a human 
just see, as that's a clown. the only thing. With an like, alien, it's like I don't see, know your capability. I feel like I do. Would I would say then that I would probably take clowns over aliens because of that very reason. That yes, I at least know. Maybe maybe the better way to get to the bottom of this uh, is get to the bottom. What are you going to cure my phobia of aliens? No, I don't know. think that's going to happen. If one of us, me or Emily, doesn't matter. Choose one, but. If we approached you dressed as a clown or an alien, which one would be more scary to you? Probably the clown, just because y'all were dressed as an alien, I would definitely know that you weren't a real alien. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, just... Okay, I'm not saying... Uh, one... Alright, all I'm saying is visually, probably I would be more... I would visually, be, I guess, if you looked more like, exactly like an alien, and I knew yeah. didn't know it was you, then yes, I'd probably Good be make. more I'm terrified of an alien more than a clown, because, like I said, I feel like the clown is... At least a human, yeah. I guess. So at least I know that much. It's still unsettling, but like I feel like my whole thing is, you know, I know that normal clowns would you rather- probably don't want to kill me. You know, I'm not. I don't like them, but they're not out to kill me. So- but I also know I feel like aliens are legit. Like I don't think it's not real. Like I legitimately think there's well, aliens. The I just don't know whether or not. Appearing, like, I don't want to talk about that. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, there's that's, more. That's proof. something that we're just literally <laughs> not going to talk about ever again. That that ever no, happened is not. Like, I don't want to talk about. I don't know why that was. At thing. the end of the Does day, does anyone have any sort of information on that? No, Where clowns I don't appeared know. like six years ago, and yeah, they yeah, like, yeah, started appearing that. like randomly. I do, I do remember that. Either way, the crazy clown. That was happening. I was legit afraid that was going to happen. Yeah, I know. I remember. You yeah. used to work at Shoe Carnival when that happened. I'm yes. sure. Or I worked at... I was you either to... worked at the barbecue place or... And I was wearing... You used to text me all the time. You're like, I'm so afraid. Yeah. And you're yeah, like, there's going to be clowns. There's going to be clowns. I'm like, dude, you're fine. And, and you're like, no, clown. Apparently there was a one time in Turkey Creek, there was a random clown walking around. I'm like, I swear to God, that motherfucker comes mm, up here. I remember Probably that. Was. I was like, I'm going to flip my shit. I don't worry about you because I'm like, I know even even a friendly clown, you're going to deck them and walk away. Fuck and you're away like, shit, fuck I will be the girl person that if a clown tries to come up to me and give me something, I'm going to say, fuck off. And if they're going to be like, oh God, I'm like, I don't fucking care. Get away from me right now. Like, don't talk to me. I'm not a Read child. your audience. Read your, I don't want a fucking balloon. I'm going to punch you in the face. Like, get away from me. I hate you. I, I hate you and your kind. Go. Sorry. I don't even know. Uh, what are you looking at? I don't know. So, my, my personal fear came from I owned an encyclopedia. I had a, I had a bunch of encyclopedias as a kid. Encyclopedia salesman? Do you remember that CD that came on the Max? It was encyclopedia. Yeah, Compton's. Pr- Britannica. Compton's Britannica. Yeah, yeah Britannica. the one that you like. Yeah. The, CDs, yeah. the CDs you could put Encyclopedia in. Encyclopedia like, Britannica. Yeah, those are fun. Those are a lot of fun. You, you just, know that you learn about dinosaurs and shit like that. Yeah, it's great. It's all great. Until you get to this. I, I had, I had a, a, a physical encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, we And it showed that one Roswell photo of a gray that was being, like, operated on. Um... It's or a fucking, it's a maybe? fucking, yeah, it's the autopsy table. It's fucking terrifying. I will show you guys. Uh, the people listening don't know, but you guys might have seen this photo before. You guys have seen that, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've seen that guy mm-hmm. before. Uh, uh, a legitimacy is questionable, but 
Also, you just be you know I was kid. I was eight I was nine whatever and I read that book I read that encyclopedia and you know they had a they had a section with Stephen Hawking they were talking about black holes and then they talked about extraterrestrial life and they had that photo. What? That photo why? fucking terrified me. It's why? immediately. Besides, besides the immediate, immediate aesthetics, why does it terrify you? Look at that motherfucker! I agree. I don't know how you can't be like... It's just something Are about... Are you afraid of aliens? No, not really. Aliens don't really register on mine. It's just... Fear scale. Yeah, they don't. Look at him! Aliens don't move my needle. That doesn't scare you. If that guy came in your window, you wouldn't be scared. I mean, well, yeah, if he came in my fucking window, I would. Be. <laughs> but I, like I would also price. not be cool with pretty much anybody coming through my window, especially in the middle of the night. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But so, but but no, no, no. You but, know, no, no. That established my fear. That set a, a solid foundation of my fear. No, of I get that. But I'm talking about between me and Emily, the only two at this and table then, that have no fear of aliens. Yeah, okay, whatever. You know, that was when I was like seven or eight years old. I was very young. I don't remember. Yeah, I feel exactly. like I was probably about that age or a little bit younger when I saw yeah. that show. But I mean, I remember enjoying it up until it blinked its eyes. And that moment, I was like, Gah! and I ran. And I had yeah. I stayed in the room. My mom's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "No." So, are you guys? <laughs> and this is also like during early ages of YouTube. So are you guys saying so, that you're afraid of aliens because it got you at such a young age? That you were afraid. I'm it might have something to do with it. It might have a lot to do with it. I'm also afraid of aliens because, like, of the unknown of like, are they good? Are they bad? They yeah, obviously have more technology than us, and I feel like if they wanted to take over and do whatever, they probably could. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. The, there's that, of course. Um, you have that, but you also have like movies, you know, like so. Yeah, so that established. That that established and developed my fear of aliens and just extraterrestrial creatures. There's this goes on so much longer. So we went to Disney. We went to Disney. You're like, you're a little bit later. Backstory so on this, the autopsy table alien that's mm-hmm. that yeah, terrified me. Started. I was like eight or nine, seven or eight or whatever. We went to Disney. A few years later, I was like 13, 14. They had a ride yeah, we called... We went to Disney around the same time. They had a ride called <laughs> Extraterrestrial. And oh, I'm, shit. I'm not sure if you guys have been to Disney when they had the Stitch ride. Yeah, where you like... Yeah, oh, yeah. The, yeah. The, the Stitch escapes and, and yeah, shit, and, and the lights turn out. You smell it, yeah. So before that it's ride... It's actually pretty fucking cool. Before <laughs> that ride came about, there was a ride called Extraterrestrial. And it was a legitimate no, alien. This, yeah. It was fucking terrifying. It wasn't stitched. And that <laughs> motherfucker. Pokey pokey, like, yeah, he's throwing a happy time. It was no, like an actual. That motherfucker fucking spit on you, you and shit see. like that. Like, and you were that's fucking sitting in your house. So that added to it, right? That added to my fear. That sounds like an amazing ride, though. I and don't know why then, they changed that. I mean, I know why they changed it, but that would have been like a fucking great ass ride. It's too real. Like, ultimately. This led to... Well, you put an advertisement out saying, like, if you're afraid of aliens, don't go in this fucking ride. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it. My family forced me to it. 
um, ultimately you came well, no, to see, a point. They probably didn't. Where know ultimately, that I came to a point. Yeah, you were like me and God. Where the movie came out, <laughs> the fourth kind. Oh God, the fourth kind mm. was so bad. It was, it was not. It was not. It was not the that Tomb bad. Raider? It was actually not a bad movie, but I do agree that movie was, was creepy. It was never the Tomb Raider. She was Resident Evil. Resident yeah. Evil. Okay, yeah. Never, Angelina Jolie, whatever. Although, you know what? I feel like she would have made a pretty good Tomb Raider. She, she would have made a really good Tomb Raider. Absolutely. She was Resident Evil. Yeah, but, but I agree Either way, one. that movie came out. And I went to go see that in theaters. And I was never the same after that. No, you will never watch The Fourth Guy with me. Yeah, I think no, we watched I won't. it one time and you had... No, we've never watched that movie. Because I refused to watch it. We will not watch that. <laughs> yeah, no, I've never watched that. I've movie. never been so scared of a horror movie that I refuse to watch it. Although I will say, by the way, I tried to show him Martyrs the other day, Rinded and everything, watched it. It's much more manageable the second time around. Still, yeah, fucked. Yeah, this motherfucker watches. You remember like the whole first part? That's kind of like a home invasion. Yeah, yeah. He watches that. Ugh. Dips out after that, and he comes back <coughs> as she's being skinned alive. <laughs> and I was like, "You son of a bitch! Like, you missed the whole build up to this. Like, you just got the yeah. Like, you just got the that part and then this part. You can watch her get so, yeah. beat like the uh, entire time. <laughs> God, that movie is for anybody that's listening, or anybody who's listening. That autopsy table alien, or whatever. That shit's been proven fake, by the way. It's not real. It's been a proven hoax by UFO enthusiasts. Oh, it still scares the fuck out of me. Like, look at this. This should be your Instagram post. Creeps creeps you out. No, no. I don't think we're Look at that guy. Graphic. That should be your Instagram post. That's pretty graphic. I don't think Mm. we're there. It's fucking October. It's October. Or it should be this. Maybe, Maybe that. Yeah, do it. Um, I don't know. Rubber Johnny? But so, even knowing that's fake, you're still afraid of aliens. Oh, yeah. Well, here's my thing. And that's this not the only proof of that. Aliens. Especially living in this fucking place now? Oh, yeah. Here's my thing. Me and Living where I used to live, maybe. If I still live where I used to live, I might not have If I was scared. gonna fucking zap people up and be from the city, not from the country. Nah, well, they always show up in these fucking places. They, they don't show up in the city. It's because you can't see them. They always show up in Light rural America. <laughs> you know? They always show up in rural America. And the Hoosers. Me and Emily are not afraid of aliens. So, yeah. my whole point is, I'd like to discuss why we aren't. Besides the fact that we just aren't. First off, Emily. Mm-hmm. I will say from my perspective, I do believe in life outside of us. Just as a first thing, I think it could happen. Like, obviously, like the galaxy is so big, somewhere government. I think there's gotta be documents proving the existence of UFOs. Like, we can't no, be no, no, the no. only. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not denying that. I'm just saying it doesn't frighten me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's an overwhelming amount of evidence to suggest. Yeah, that I mean, it fascinates me more than it appre- than it. Multiverse theory and things like that. I'm just saying, I'm establishing the fact that you think that something outside of Earth. Yeah, I mean, there's gotta be something somewhere out there. That's what I'm establishing. 
the universe is too big for us to be the only fucking beings. But the thought of whatever, the universes. The thought of whatever else is out there coming here doesn't bother you. I don't. I just feel like it's probably not likely. I don't know. I feel like they would just they would be as wary of us as we would be of them. Like they would be like, "Oh my god!" Like we knew we weren't we weren't the only ones out here, but we don't want to go there because we're not trying to fucking what's going down. down yeah, there. Like, thank you. <laughs> right? Yeah. Want no part of it? We'll come back later when they've discovered yeah. space travel. <laughs> yeah. yeah we, we, Maybe we, we'll we, meet we, them on Mars. We, we're we, not trying we to. We taught these guys how to make stone. And they ended up fucking murdering themselves with nuclear weapons. <laughs> so they're like, eh? yeah, we, what we if might we... need to stay away a little bit. But what if like, Earth is like the Australia of the like that's where the all the bad ones are? Like, Earth no. is the just some of us of aren't as bad as the others. They're like, did you hear what Earth's doing right now? It's like the armpit. Earth man. They're like. <laughs> what if we're Earth a third man. world? What if we're considered a third world world? We Definitely. probably would be if someone has space travel. Like, like have, you, yeah. have you heard the fucked up shit going on on Earth? Earth? Like, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You're yeah. <laughs> debating about whether black lives matter. Like what? Like what if? Okay. Earth man shoots other Earth man. What if they've been over here? color of his skin? Yeah, like they're like. What, what if they? Is they're still on that one. Good God, they have some way so, to go. Yeah, they've got <laughs> thousands of years to go. What if this used to be a place? <laughs> what if Wait, this was, turn great. <laughs> What if this used to be a place where other beings like vacationed? And then it just got really bad. Like, like Florida. Yeah. Like, like Florida. <laughs> just like, like Florida. wow. You retired like, to? Florida. Used to be, yeah. These used fucking to... greys used to retire to Earth. Yeah. <laughs> like, we used to retire there, but it's just really gone downhill. Uh, the yeah. crime is outrageous. <laughs> we don't feel safe there anymore. They have like, races. Like, what the fuck is going on there? Yeah, what, what, what is going on? I'm assuming aliens have a very thick country accent. What if there's an entire planet of, like, bumpkin aliens? No, here's like, Probably. I mean, multiverse theory would would no, definitely yeah, yeah. back that. Right. Here, here is there's an infinite though. amount of universes with an infinite amount of different possibilities. I would love... There's, an, there's a universe of people made out of fucking rubber. Cheese. There's probably a universe yeah, made out of people do made they, of cheese. Do they, do fluid squids. Yeah, they're, they're, it's yeah, impossible. Yeah. To, yeah. It's impossible to quantify. Like it's do infinite. Erasers and tires exist on the rubber people. Planet? These fucking beer cans are probably people somewhere. Or maybe they're made out of people skin. They'll vote for fucking know. George Beard. If we're made out of them and they're made out of us. <laughs> one of the things I've always, 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 always questioned, not about aliens, I somewhere outside of this planet, life exists in any shape or form, but, like, how has no one made a movie about, like, we discover space travel, right? We're going far out. Mm-hmm. And then we discover a bunkin' planet. Like, they're in, like, the middle age, like, the dark ages. Like, yeah, some shit like that. And you come Behind here, like, us. 
Everybody's always talking about how they're all past well, we us. We discover a planet and they're behind we us. Yeah. Yeah. That would be interesting. That, like? that would Star be Trek. very that interesting. Like? Have you guys, oh, I guess Star uh, Trek's done it. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. no they, had the, they had a whole episode where they would go, they were, you know, obviously, that's the whole premise of it. Well, there's like this that, one in like, particular, though, where they go back to a planet that's pretty much exactly like Earth and has human life, but it is, like, behind, and they're going through issues that basically could be solved with modern technology and the whole like thing is do we help them do we offer them the technology we do we let them advance on their own like what is the proper way to do it do you do you interfere and do you also think about what if that's what the aliens think about too with us do we interfere and help them with their problems do we stand back and let them deal with this are are they just trying to learn about us they're probably waiting until they feel safe enough to say something to us without getting fucking nuked out the sky it's definitely really interesting I just think adding I think (sighs) do you think that actually happened they happen to be peaceful like it's established I really fucking hope so what? But no, no, no. Like, they come, they make peaceful contact. Do you think you'd be okay, even if they look like the gray aliens? I feel like, like, if, I like, I feel like if I knew for sure they were okay. I think they were peaceful. I would be, I would, that would destroy my phobia. Yeah, I feel like I would it be would no much better be knowing if for sure they were peaceful, but, like, immediately seeing them, I would be so apprehensive as fuck. So is it more the gray thing, or is it more of the fact that you're assuming that they're hostile? It's hard to say, man. I it's feel really like, yes, say. it is an yeah, aesthetic. I would have to like, do a deep dive into my mental life. I mean, 